eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We are. I promise you, Chicken Man. We're live. <laughs> Into it. Jeez. Yeah, easy there, man. Let me let me just handle this, Big Papa. Everybody, welcome. Everybody, come in, come in. We're going live. Biggest event of the year. Come on in. It's the 2023 at this point annual mess of an event that we do every <laughs> single year called the Knowles 247 Player Draft. Everybody uh, chugs a little bit of the brown stuff, and we pick some players for the team, and it gets really off the rails. Literally 30 minutes in, but we're glad to have you back. I'm here. With Kevin, uh, AB, I'm here with the GM of the Landing Stickers team, Brendan Sinone. I'm here with the GM of the Box Checkers team, Chris Nee. As always, as all Florida State's activities are, are brought to you by Big Chicken, uh, that generous, uh, that generous donor, that shadowy figure in Delaware that we just found out today on Twitter. If you don't know what it's like, get Twitter. Adam, have you ever heard of anything like this before? Isn't it X now? I don't know what the hell's going on. Somebody, somebody mentioned old Dane text me something. And I'm like, I don't even, I don't have Twitter. I don't have X. I don't know what this shit is. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Sounds, bags, like sounds, yeah, like the point, sounds like deflection to me. Sounds like deflection to me. Yeah, exactly. That was not a no. That was not a no. If you don't know what we're talking about, whatever, go to Twitter. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, that's what they all say. All right. Pipe down, chicken man. Let's get to the biz. As we always do, we're going to have each guy pick. We want to look at the results of the year before, and each one of our guys is going to pick a team of players from the Florida State roster, and they're going to duke it out throughout the year until we kind of sort of pick a winner a year later if you guys hold us to it. That's a hot um, take right there. Fourth. No, Wait, does that no. make – Everybody downvote Ricardo. No, I have a wonderful mustache for those that can see live. <laughs> it's great. It's full. It's thick. It's well manicured. I. It, it's very nice. Anyway – Kev, before we get back to it, because I'm going to be the host of sorts, try to keep this thing, try to keep the nose up on this bad boy. Kevin and Adam are going to be the talking head analyzing the picks. Chris, Brendan are going to be picking. We introduced some new wrinkles into this year's, and I will explain that after Kevin. Normally we do this, and then we forget about the results a year later, and nobody really wins. Not so this year. Let's talk about how we're going to figure out who won last year's draft. Kevin, go ahead. What have you done for us today? So I uh, I decided to evaluate this on two metrics. So last year, we kind of first talked about um, 
just comparing PFF grades. So that, that mm. was the original metric, but I, I decided to take it a step further. So there's going to be two metrics that we're evaluating these teams on. The first is we're going to add up the PFF scores of both teams from last season. Whoever has the highest grade wins that. Then what I did is I played, I had the computer play itself, made the depth chart of each team from last season on Instable 14, made a little highlight reel. I think, Trey, do you have some copy of that? I'm going to go, I, I didn't write anything. I just want to go by how the film grabs me, but yes, I can do a wonderful highlight <laughs> reel of this. And the third, if there is a tie, person with the best facial hair decides the winner of last year's draft. I just made that rule up. All right, play, play the film. All right, so first, I think I think I want to build some suspense. So we oh, got okay. the PFF grades. So this is this is what we're working with here. Let's remind everybody, for those that are listening on audio only, Chris's team was composed of uh, terrible Tate Rodemaker, Trey Benson, Ontario Wilson, Deuce Band, Cam McDonald, Robert Scott, Dylan Gibbons, Justin Turnteen, Big Meech, Bless Harris, Tracian Ward, Jared Verse, Fabian Levin, Malcolm Ryan, Pasha. Okay, you guys can. I'm not going to go through all of it. Brendan had Jordan Travis, Toafili, Wilson, McLean, Schrader, Washington Smith, Estes, everybody who has ever snapped a football in their entire life. Micah Pittman, Jarrett Jackson, uh, and Jamie Robinson. Those are kind of the highlights. Brendan got a little weird at the end of it. Who won PFF, though? Who won PFF, though? So the yeah. box checkers won. Uh, the, the big difference makers were having Treshawn Ward at the flex position compared to Micah Pittman, graded much higher on PFF. Um, it also didn't help that Amari Gaynor played, like, eight snaps, and <laughs> PFF loved them at, like, 80 80- 82.5, <laughs> like that one of the highest. It's a math problem, guys. It's a math problem. He doesn't have anyone who can snap the ball. What the hell are we talking about? Oh, and God, then Cooper started. and McClellan in the secondary really, really uh made Brendan struggle. So um so we got one, PFF, we got one Brendan, for Big Papa. Like I think Duke was like a top five pick for me too. That didn't work out too well. There's a lot of things that didn't work out for you all as much. It's great out in Colorado. Looking. Okay, so we've got one for Chris. Kev, do you have the highlight reel of the of the video game of the of the video game battle? Yeah, I'm pulling that up now. So uh we got a one-to-one. Some surprises there with the PFF score. Uh don't agree with them necessarily one-to-one. Uh then we got to play the game all the way through. There's so much effort that goes into this, like this this little event that you guys have no idea about. Let's go. All right. <laughs> We've got the landing stickers in white. Nice touchdown, Jordan. Like a pitman. Chris Knee's team throws a bomb interception. Scott and Jamie Robinson taking it back. Brandon freaking out with his little like flailing chicken it's usually arms. Usually the the shorter intermediate ones that get him, but you know, fourteen nothing lead. Oh, all the Brandon centers they they held up enough well to get that. Oh, and somebody needs to practice tackling drills on the knee coaching staff. It is disgusting. Everybody, look at Lawrence like forty running, yards down the field, running like he has to take a virtual dump, but still just <laughs> enough. Once I kick, Brandon up twenty-one to zero. Nice boot, nice nice frames here on the resolution. Okay, mm. we've got a nice big punt return. Got to be a good play if they're. <laughs> Oh, it's a fumble! Recovered! 28-0. Christie has to be fired if this score holds. Another pick! Tate Rodemaker sent to the gulag. This is terrible. <laughs> Jordan Travis, 31 to nothing. This is at this point, it's just it stopped the damn match. It's a bomb! It's a bomb! Down the sideline. Chris has a very slow team. Secondary is questionable. 34 to 7. 
Brendan's got the lead. Tate over oh, the middle. That, Darian oh, Williamson, the music stopped. window throw. 20-point lead. Oh, now the mood has shifted to this Ooh. music. I don't know what's going on here. That Malik <laughs> McClain. Malik McClain, yeah. Seen Malik McClain. Chris, this is terrible, dude. 37-14. to 14. Tate back in the snap on the sideline. Kentron Portier. All big. Oh, Adam. Virtual Adam Fuller is disgusted by this performance. <laughs> the secondary is bad. It's like an onside kick. Oh, Chris got it within seven the final score, oh, 37 wow. to 30. An absurd game. I feel like the editing may have been biased. They cut out about three of Chris's touchdowns, but still an exciting contest. Looks like Brendan seized control early, held on like a bucking Bronco, but got the W. So they're tied one to one. I think... <laughs> I think I'm going to give it to Chris, man. Sorry, Brendan. No! The five-center <laughs> offense didn't make any sense. It still doesn't when I look back at the team. And Tate's good enough to carry through. Uh, the video game was some very impressive evidence. So I'm going to say, yeah, exactly. Everybody liked the video, subscribe, everything like that. Look at all the hard work that goes into this. Chris wins last year by the narrowest of margins. I will say it's close. Now let's get on to this year, Chris, because I declared you as the best facial hair winner uh, that I have that right to confer on. You get the first pick in this year's draft. Let's go. Oh, before we get to the draft, Adam has wanted to further complicate this more by adding sabotages. So what can happen? Adam and Kevin can hop in each guy twice, and they can either nullify the pick, think of like the Chris Paul Lakers trade, can totally nullify it so they have to pick somebody else. You guys can actually pick for the team. Mm -hmm. yep. Or, I don't know, that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay, so that was a lot of confusing stuff. I'll guide you through it. And this wonderful, beautiful mess of a program is brought to you by multiple people that we love. It's brought to you by Chattanooga Whiskey. Yeah, there we go. Hold it up, big man. Brendan's double, double fist because he doesn't have kids night. on a Sunday night. He doesn't have people to tuck in bed. Chris is drinking because he does have kids. Whatever your reason is that you drink, drink Chattanooga Whiskey. It's lovely. It's strong and it tastes smooth. Variety of different craft whiskeys. My God, I wish we had some up here in Iowa. From what I'm told, it's the best. A cut above Chattanooga whiskey. Also, if you want to get drunk and sell your house, the Turner Group. Come the on. Turner. Fun market right now. Buying, selling, calling an Amy Turner, I believe. What did you call her? Like Brenda or something, Chris? There's a young lady who works for the company that has a different name. It's been proven true, but. I digress. And I think that that's just a happy coincidence. Anyway, Colin and Amy are the best husband, wife, real estate team in the history of Florida's real estate market. You're buying, you're selling, you're renting, you're Airbnb and whatever. You've got some elaborate scheme and you need a realtor to hold your hand through the process. They're the best in the biz. They cover all of Florida. Reach out to them. They rule. And then we're also video game time. Isn't that right? That, that's right. And we did NCAA football. Let's talk about our uh, our partnership with a game that really just takes what NCAA football did with the dynasty mode and just goes so in depth with it. It's absurd how awesome and, and fun and uh, how much you can nerd out with it. Hey, what's football. the name of the game? Football Coach College Dynasty. Football Coach College Dynasty. Got it from here. Football Coach College Dynasty. It is the hottest thing on Steam right now. Zach, Brendan, everybody on the Knowles 24-7 message board. Do you enjoy the management of making a college football team. Do you enjoy the recruiting, the game planning, everything? And if you like 
if you're watching this type of stuff, you're in deep, guys. This is going to be that nice bridge to get you through the season. Football coach, college dynasty, has like a 95% rating on Steam, which you know people online. They're all miserable and they hate everything. The fact that you get 95% approval rate on this, ice cream doesn't have a 95% approval rating, but college football coach, college dynasty does. Download it. Give Zach and Brendan crap, man. It's an awesome game, and they're great people, and we appreciate all of our sponsors. <sighs> Let's get to the draft. Chris, you're on the clock. Dun, dun, dun. Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis. Easy pick at number one. Wait. Kevin, are you going to allow it? I, I'm not going to oh. allow that. Oh, oh immediate sabotage. Okay. That's okay. easy sabotage. All right. Well, you can do. You're going to block it. You're going to pick for him. You're going to let Brendan pick for him. I'll let my boy, since since me and Brendan are kind of working together on this game, I'll, I'll let Brendan Oh, choose. collusion. I didn't realize that was a thing. All right, Brendan, who are you picking for Chris's team? <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if I didn't go Jordan Travis? Uh, I got to go Jay Trav, Heisman, campaign. Oh, no, 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 you're picking for Chris's team. Oh, you can do that. I'm good with it. No, no, redact, redact. <laughs> Wait, I could pick anyone for Chris's team at first overall. I mean, come yes. On. Let's let's be reasonable. It's almost like we talked about this beforehand. Remember, <laughs> you're gonna get you're gonna get picked by, by Chris. I didn't pay attention. I'm not the one screwing it up. That's not. It has to be. It has to be at least a second string level player. How's yeah, can't that? Can't be a can't be a walk on. It has depth to be someone you would expect don't to be exist, taken. Kev. We do, can't no. talk about depth charts, but I, I I I pick up what you're putting down. I got you. I'm, I think I'm that's a pretty down. that's broad enough category to not be a depth chart. Uh, who do you pick for Chris, Brendan? Chris, you'll take Tate Rodemaker, and you'll like it. Oh, Tate. Hey, dude, you're riding with him again? I mean, he got you the dub I think last Chris, year. I, I think Chris was probably going to take Brock Lund at some point in this draft. I was wild and crazy. Now we can't because his quarterback slot is filled up. All right, Brendan, you're up next, buddy. And Kev, one of your blocks is done. Chris is pissed already. He's writing down his list like that um, guy from Billy Madison. This is interesting <laughs> from a strategy. This is interesting from a strategy standpoint because Chris can't take a quarterback. So Jordan Travis should, in theory, be available the entire time unless someone else forces me to take a different quarterback for him. But there's, but I think Tate Rodemaker is the backup, so he can't go deeper than second string, uh, presumably. So I'm, I'm okay there. Uh, I there's will go with, depth charts. I'll go with Jared yep. Hurst. I'll go with Jared Hurst, premium pass rusher, premium position, badass all around, all-American candidate. Um, yeah, give me – Give me someone to go after Tate Rodemaker. Okay, Jared. Versus as long as the pick stands, anybody want to hop all in? Out. All, all out. out. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, Chris is writing your name down now, Adam. Okay, <laughs> Brendan, you get to go again. Guys, is snapping important to you? Uh, you're going to start this bull crap 13 minutes in. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if I have to. I'm taking the preeminent starter on Florida State's roster. It's Marie Smith. The only yeah, player. I don't, I don't think you are. I don't think you are, Brendan. What? I don't think you're getting away oh, with it. No, you're like. I don't you're... think you're going to get away with it, and and I, and I think I'm going to pick for you. <gasps> so he's done. So he's done a sabotage. What's he doing? What? What's it's called. Right? Yes, he's sabotaging. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sabotaging he's for your team. I'm sabotaging. I'm absolutely sabotaging. Go ahead, Adam. Who's who's next on Brendan's team? He is just. I, I think Brendan's second round pick. You know he he's been really high on the secondary. He's been all about this off season. I think we're going to go ahead and give. Brendan, Greedy Vance to start his second. Oh, he loves Greedy Vance. I think I'm going to give Brendan Greedy Vance to start his second. I do love Greedy Vance. I did have don't ever draft a cornerback because I feel like they're so deep on my cheat sheet here. So that's great that I spent the second round pick on him. But (laughs) it is what it is. So are we putting him at a AB? You want to put him at nickel? One of the starting corner roles. You can put him at nickel. That's fine. 
Okay. I should be able to figure out where I want to slot him. Oh, that's that's fair. That's fair. Oh, but I got oh, a feeling now you we care. Oh, now we're paying attention. I I, I, I was going to let that go, no matter what way they chose. So if that's the way we're doing it, that's the way we're doing it for now. What do you guys think, Greedy Vance? Though I mean, he's he's had a nice. The, the kid's he's, really been on the upswing, right, Chris? He's had a really good preseason, and he's a kid that's taken the next step. He's done a very good job. They talked about him today as being one of those guys that, well, Nichols kind of been his predominant role. He's also capable of being an outside corner for them. And he, he's had an excellent week. He had a pick today in their scrimmage. He also had a really, really impressive one earlier in the week, which is probably the best play we've ever seen him make in an FSU uniform. So, yeah. And to be, and to be honest with you, the fact that he's having such a great preseason, really promising, because FSU, man, they are just freaks at wide receiver from a physical standpoint. And if Greedy's holding up with them, the technique's good, and the grit and the determination has always been there. Chris, you get two picks in a row now. Yes. Provided one of these scumbags. I mean, I'm going to go with Marie Smith because he is the best center on the team. And it's a position where I don't love the next option as much as some of the other spots on the O-line. I don't even know who the next option would be. All right. Mo Smith done. Uh, Who do you have? Again, Chris, you get another pick. I'm going to go Johnny Wilson because he's a dude that has the insane wingspan, built like a condor, can do things, can catch it. Um. Yeah, I'll I'll go with I'll go with Johnny. Make sure you put it on the right team. Yeah, because yeah, you got you got greedy on the wrong team. I mean, I love greedy, but I ain't giving uh, up no form. Well, shocking that it's getting confusing with all the sabotage and stuff. Great idea, AB. It's better than your nil bag droppings and chicken droppings. From hey man, we don't get anybody in trouble here on this podcast. There any reason why you went with Johnny over Keon, Chris? Just familiarity with the offense. Uh, I love them both. I think they're both. Uh, 1A, 1B type of guys at wide receiver for them. Um, truthfully, I'm more excited about Keon because I think he's a guy that can do a little bit more of everything. But Johnny and Jordan have a familiarity that makes me think he's going to have a massive season. Hmm. I like that. I like the reasoning. Brendan, you get to go twice. <sighs> All right. Uh, I will <laughs> think go with uh, – I don't want Chris to load up with an extra wide receiver position in that flex spot for athletes uh, i don't want him to load up uh on wide receivers i think keon coleman is really close to johnny wilson i want to prevent chris from being able to get the uh corner in the market on the the top two wide receivers in my mind uh so i will take keon coleman here if i'm allowed to mm-hmm. oh well pregnant oh, pause okay kev will as well fantastic keon locked in give me All another right. one brendan uh and then next up i will go uh, I feel like this is early, but I, I'm happy to explain my logic if you guys want, but I'll take Darius Washington here. I can explain why. I would like to hear Homer. With the, with he desperately, <laughs> desperately wants to somebody can snap the ball. For the but, record, I love Darius. Not taking a shot. Uh, is it is it for is he is he your center, Brendan? Is that why? Yeah, I will put him at center because after Maurice, I think Darius is probably based on people I've talked to from my own observation. I think Darius is the, the most competent player uh, and he's capable of playing guard tackle. Uh, which is why I didn't want Chris to be able to take him and plug him in elsewhere uh, because I do feel like it gets a fairly steep drop-off after those two. Uh, for what it's worth, Darius was praised a ton by Mike Norvell uh, and Alex Atkins, saying he's played the best football of his life right now. So I don't know if he'll start, but he's going to play a huge role for Florida State this season. Uh, love his journey. Uh, happy to have him uh, on, on the landing stickers. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. you did this last year, right, where you just overdrafted centers. And we're good. You, Kev, we're, we literally we're good. just watched yeah, but- you lose. 
but, not, but not to get no. depth charty, but I, I think Darius is probably the next guy up. As and, much as and, I love Mo, and he was kind of definitively stated going into the preseason as the number one, the guy yeah. that position. The, they've worked a lot of guys at center. Casey Roddick did a bunch in the spring. Stick was a guy who's done it historically. Darius has done it. I think in a game situation, if Mo was to go down disappointingly, that D Wash would be the next guy in but, there. I mean, I even today, Nor- Norvell said when Maurice only at today's scrimmage. 20 or so snaps for Maurice and Darius snapped the football a good amount today. So I think we could draw a logical conclusion there uh, of what was happening. Oh, Chattanooga whiskey's coming up on me already. Wait, that's okay. Do I have greedy in the wrong place? No, No, he's in my team. You're good. Okay. Kev, come on, make up your drive time, brother. All right, Chris. Two picks. Yeah. <laughs> two All right. Picks I'm going to go you. with Trey Benson, thousand yard rusher. He's going to be that this year. He's that dude. So I'm comfortable with that. That's not a tough one to think about. I'm going to block that one. Oh, ouch. Okay. Damn you, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want you blocking that one, Kev. Damn it. Actually, no. I'll, I'll take it back. You keep going. What? You I've got a better one. To the block sabotage? One. Okay. Well, I've Chris, got a you've better got better one to block. Okay. Trey uh, Benson. I'll, so I'll go with Jaheim Bell at tight end. All right. So Trey Benson and Jaheim Bell are Chris's picks. Yes? Yes. Okay. Uh, unless Kev wants to screw it. Nope. You're good. Hey, All right. So I was going to say it'd be foolish of Kev to block Trey Benson there because Chris could get Jaheim or could have gotten him on the way back on, with the second. The back to back picks make it interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Not Chris. What have you what have you seen from him? There was a lot of promise, a lot of excitement going in when this kid committed to Florida State out of the transfer portal. Has he been as has he been, you know, what he's been sold to be like? Has he been that impressive or is there still kind of a a getting to know the offense period where he hasn't been unlocked yet? No, he's comfortable in it. He's a Swiss Army knife. He can do a variety of things. You can line him up in the backfield. I don't think that's an intention of FSU to do that a lot, but he is capable of it. Did plenty at South Carolina. He's a dude that out of backfield can catch it. He can catch it lining up inside, you know, in line. He can do it flexing out. You can use him as an outside receiver. He, he just so much positional flexibility with a young man like that. They've pressed him. They, with some of these guys, uh, Keon Coleman, Jaheim Bell, Jeremiah Byer, some of the more high-level transfers that they brought in, I feel like they've kind of needled him and pressed him and forced them to understand, like, you're not getting handed anything. I think Jaheim Bell, among those other guys that I also mentioned, have all done a very good job of, taking to that, handling it, and performing at a high level. And Jaheim, you know, Kyle Morlock's very talented. Biscuit's very talented. They got a pretty good tight end room there, especially at the top. But Jaheim's just a guy that can do a whole heck of a lot. He was excellent in scrimmage one, very physical. His physicality has been very good in the preseason camp. I thought that was one area where he needed to be not necessarily better at, but more consistent at. I feel like he's been that. And with Benson, I mean, it's it's hard to know, right? But do you expect this to be like a feature back situation? Do we yes. see like a running? Okay, so not yeah, as, as much, much of a committee type deal. So, as, well, they're still going to use three to five backs. I mean, Mike Norvell talked today about how they have five backs they trust. You know, that goes down to C.J. Campbell being the fifth guy, basically, with uh, Kaziah Holmes, Rodney Hill, Trey Benson, and L.T. Lawrence Tofili as those five. Um, but Benson's your dude. Benson's a guy that if you need a workhorse, you're going to lean in on a guy. I feel like it's him feel like he's taking the next step. He's physically transformed his body in a positive manner. I feel like he's made a great deal of effort at being a more receptive player in the sense of being part of the passing game, catching the ball, being more consistent with that. He's made an outward effort to be that guy. I, I trust Trey Benson. I, I'd never expect FSU to go completely away from using multiple guys in that room because that's how that room is constructed from a physical and mental standpoint. But Trey Benson is the guy in that room, and they're going to run the ball. 
Talking heads, do we like how these teams are shaping up right now? Do we start to see kind of like a pile-on, or do we still feel pretty competitive right now? Come on, Kuiper, McShay, what I, do we got? I think knowing that Brendan's going to, well, potentially. I mean, I you know, somebody could give him A.J. Duffy or Brock Lund at some no, point. No, we said no. no we <laughs> knowing, knowing that he's going to end up slotting Jordan Travis in, I think makes it pretty – they're pretty even so far. I, I, I think that Chris has got a pretty heavy advantage at center. And I think ultimately the offensive line is going to play out in his favor as it typically does because Brennan will get wild and crazy there. But slotting a, a Trey Benson and Johnny Wilson in, I think will, when we're talking about like PFF grades, how we're going to judge these things is going to be pretty big for him. Fair does, enough. Does Brent Travis technically, could he be a flex player? I mean, yeah, I was no. going to ask you guys that. No, he's a good player. No, 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 sure. no, God. You're going to break everybody's brain. Just keep him as a quarterback. Brendan, give me I two think picks. Chris would like to do that. He's got this is in 2019, Kev. Come on. Yeah. Give me two picks, Brendan. <laughs> okay. Uh, first off, I'm going to go with – I'm going to compliment Jared Verse with Patrick Payton. I'm oh, two. son of a bitch. <laughs> you should have seen Chris five minutes before. He's like, he would rather have been anywhere else. It could have been like Chinese water torture. And now look at it. Big pops into it. Right Chris, 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 don't worry. He, he's not going to pick Patrick Payton. Oh, oh is no. This, oh, is this Adam's actually, last block? I'm actually going to let you pick for him, Chris, if you would like to go ahead and pick. Uh, well, Since he was so kind enough to do that for you earlier. I think it's only fair that you give that you give that uh, payback. Uh, I'll give him Byron Turner Jr. since we want to fill that DN slot up. And Byron We'll go with Byron there. And hey, you Byron's are, had an excellent camp. Down, He's emerged as a consistent, dependable third, fourth guy at that position group, along with Gilbert Edmond. Turner's violent at the point of attack. Main thing with him in his career at FSU has just been staying healthy. And he's finally had a preseason where he's been able to do that. So hopefully it carries over into the season. It'll be fine. But I'm very glad to gift that to my buddy, Brendan Snow. Wow. And yeah, with such a great description, it feels like you're almost doing him a favor. And with the back-to-back picks, Chris filled up the defensive end position. So you can't get Pat Payton with the other pick. Crafty strategy by the veteran. <laughs> Who does actually want to be here? Don't let the surly tone fool you. Brendan, <laughs> little sad boy. What do we do now? Oh, I'm I know not sad. Going. I'm not sad. Oh, why not? Um, Tell me why. I want you guys to look at me closely. Chris, I want eye contact as I'm doing this. I want You're you going to take fire. <laughs> I wish you guys, for the people that are listening to audio only, for the people that are listening to audio only, you got to watch these videos, dude. That's where the weird stuff happens. All right. Stare on blinking into the camera and make your pick. Brendan is drafting Jeremiah Byers, the offensive lineman who watch, has the, most, Kevin the highest ceiling of any player on the offensive line group. Watch oh, that's what I wanted there. to block. What? Well, you still you you have the final block. Okay, he wanted to block. I thought we were friends. He wanted to block him from Chris's team. I was going to make sure Chris couldn't get buyers. Oh well, then you know what, Kev? No, no, no. The words have already come out of my mouth. You got it. It's true. The picks in. Sorry, left or right? Uh, Right tackle on the other depth chart. I I think this is an interesting pick, though. He's been described, and I want to ask the two of you. He's been described as potentially the most talented player of guys that would start this year. I think we would all agree that maybe Lucas Simmons is potentially the most talented player in that room, but is is it a given that Jeremiah Byers is going to play the number of snaps uh, that, I mean, I don't want to talk depth chart, obviously we don't, we don't want to have so, that conversation here, but Alex Atkins today straight up said they may play eight like that. That's very much in the plans. 
they're ultra comfortable with eight guys on that O-line. Uh, you know, Maurice, we've talked about Darius, we've talked about Jeremiah Byers. We're now talking about obviously other guys would be like a Casey Roddick, uh, Dimitri Emmanuel, Meech, uh, Robert Scott, and then Bless Harris. So you run into the conundrum of Robert Scott, Bless Harris, and Jeremiah Byers are all very capable tackles. So you got three for two spots. So how does it work out? I don't know. I thought going into camp because Robert Scott had been so physically beaten up that they were going to be very slow with him. And they were. There was a plan for return to action, but he's progressively done more in preseason practice as we've worn on. I thought that would be Byers' job to take. I'm not convinced of that. I'm also not convinced he'll take Bless Harris's job because Bless has been very steady Eddie in camp, and we know they like Bless a great deal based on last year. So it's interesting. I don't even they could truthfully slide him in the guard and play him, but I don't think that's their intention. I think somebody like Casey Roddick's probably more likely to start at guard, and somebody like Dimitri Emmanuel probably more likely to start at guard. So it's a very interesting thing. That's probably truthfully from a depth chart standpoint, when it is released by FSU in game week. That's the number one thing I'm most interested in. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I think Byers is going to play a hell of a lot. I think Byers' yeah. ceiling is so good. His ability, what he is capable of doing, is unlike anybody else you have in that group. And we all know how much I like him. The key for him is being consistent. And he's had some great days of practice. He's also had some days where he didn't have the best days. But it's it's a matter of like stack good days and show that they can trust you against the LSU and the Clemsons in the world. And yeah, he'll be a starter in the end. But I don't know that he's a starter out of the gate. I think the film kind of jives with that too. We saw we were mm-hmm. very impressed by the movement skills, the athleticism. There were some times where he almost got a little too cute with some of the moves, forgot some of the fundamentals, and made a couple whiffs. But man, when that kid is moving, especially in this Mike Norvell offense, I, he's going to be a force. And I think. A good pick by Brendan, man. Nice job. Chris, you get to counter with two. Kevin still has a sabotage lurking out somewhere in the ether. Will he leave Chris undisturbed? Watch and find out. Well, with Byers being off the board, I'll go ahead and go with Bless Harris, um, and I'll throw him to left. And then I'll go with Rob Scott and throw him to right. I have my bookends. They're the next two tackles on the board. I just talked about it. I think those two plus Byers, you're going to get a really good starting two with a very capable third guy in that group. And then it goes to probably a Julian Armella as the next guy in that group. But there's a there's a tier system, and those mm-hmm. first three are on a tier that Julian is not yet at. Julian's a guy they can trust, but I don't think Julian's a guy they want to rush out there and play. Brendan, how's Bless been in the run blocking game? We were all very impressed with his, impressed with his pass sets, particularly during the spring game. How's he been in the run game? Pretty good. He's he's strong. He's got nimble feet. I, I do agree with your assessment. Like pass blocking is where to me he shines the most. Even uh, that was the spring. Also preseason camp here. Like you see him get locked up one on one of some talented edge rushers and like he is really hard to get around. Man, that's mm-hmm. he's a big dude who moves well. Uh, but you see he's he is a good run blocker. Uh, similar strengths there, right? Like he's got quick feet and he's strong. So like yeah, when he's able to get his hands on you. Uh, it's going to work out pretty well for him most of the time. In general, Trey, like I think FSU's run blocking is going to be the strength of the offensive line this year. They're going to be able to run the football against most teams on the schedule at a pretty effective level, I would imagine. So you said Bless Harris and Robert Scott, right? Yeah, and throw Bless at left and put Robert at right. They're interchangeable in my view of it all, but what? Make Kev copy and paste again, please. I'm on it. <laughs> I could do like organic chemistry. Control C, <laughs> Control V. Befuddled. You know, I, you guys befuddled. Should, Absolutely you guys befuddled. Have to do this sometime. I don't Why know. did you just uh, not have the formatting when you paste it? <laughs> 
Brandon, just let the man do what he does. Right. Let him, He's running I'll this. Let him close. Don't mess Brandon, with the tech you keep guy. this up, and the chicken man's going to send somebody to You're off. You're done, you. bro. You're going to get some bad eggs. I can tell you what. <laughs> dude. You're going to get plucked, brother. Um, Brendan, two picks for you. The teams are really starting to take the identity and the shape of their yeah. general managers. Brendan, give me two. Kevin, he might be coming for you now, Brendan. You better watch out. A little saboteur action after that critique. Mm, okay. I am going to go wow, – this is tough. I feel like there's a lot of strategy that's starting to kind of like pop up here. Uh, I will go with at defensive tackle, Braden Fisk. I love him. He's a ton of fun. It just hurt Chris's feelings. Yeah, that was a deep adverse. sigh in the man's soul. I, I didn't feel like I had to go defensive tackle super early because even with the Daryl Jackson news, it's such a strength. But like Braden Fisk is so unique in his skill set. He can do so many different things in the combination of him and Jared Verse together. Um, very excited about what that'll be in the season. I'm excited to have that on my roster. So Fisk here. Um, Defensive line looking good. All right, Brendan. Number next two. pick, I will go with Shaheen Brown uh, at safety. Uh, I I have question marks at some safety spot, some of the safety like depth and just overall, like, I don't know if that's a, a clear cut strength right now, but I see Shaheen Brown ascending uh, really rapidly in the back half of preseason camp, a lot of talent puts all together. He'll be a Sunday type of player. Uh, so I'll assure that I have him locked up in my secondary. And I think that unlocks a lot of possibilities for the defense with him there. So like Adam, that. Adam, what do you think about those two picks showing up the defense? We, we expect big things out of those two guys. We did a whole video. Our defensive line preview is basically just like a Braden Fisk, like highlight show. What do you think about Shaheen Brown, man? I feel like he's been getting some nice positive practice reports the past couple of days. We, we starting to feel more comfortable with the safety position this season. It seems like it. I'm a little surprised Brendan went with him this early, um, but I know that Brendan's a, a pretty high on him as a playmaker, and, and generally speaking, he gets probably the best player of the safety group um, uh, locked up. So I think that that forces Chris's hand a little bit. But the player to talk about is Braden Fisk. I mean, Brendan's building a, a hell of a defensive line right now. Juggernaut. Which, is shocking for him. Um, he, he's not a competent draft strategy. Adam, I'm almost speechless with Brendan making competent picks here. Uh, but pairing Fisk with Verse, those are two dudes that are going to. I'm enjoying all the Delaware Chicken Farmer uh, comments in the, <laughs> in the chat. Pairing Verse and Fisk together is incredible. Um, those are two dynamic pass rushers that are going to play well next to each other. Uh, I expect for the for this exercise that the two of them will grade out pretty well in the season. So let me, let me just talk about this real quick. Cause I have, I have a question about Shaheem. Um, to me, he has the frame of a strong safety. You know, he's a guy, you know, he's six two, 200 pounds. He's a bigger guy. Someone, a strong safety is usually the kind of guy you bring into the box to kind of be an extra like run setter in, you know, cover three type situations but they tend to use him a lot as the free safety. A lot of that like kind of roaming, you know, deep safety. I, do, they consider him a free safety, a true free safety, right? Uh, I think he is the replacement to Jamie Robinson, who was the free safety. Like uh, Akeem Dent was the buck or the the boundary side safety for right. Gutschenko last year. I don't know how much like – I. I feel like it's also like a thing that was more prevalent in Adam Fuller's defense a few years ago, uh, and, and they're more malleable now with their safeties. But uh, to answer your question directly, Kevin, like, yeah, I think space uh, free field safety for Shaheem is, is probably 
where he's most likely going to, to play this season. Yeah. Great clarification, Kevin. Christopher, two yes. picks, please. Kind sir. Um, I'll go with Fentrell Cypress. I think he's the most well-rounded corner on a football team. Um, love him. Uh, he's always in the right position. He's battled with a guy like Keon Coleman, had really good moments. I'm comfortable with that. And I'll go with Kalen Deloach. Mm, I'll take the athletic linebacker guy off the board. I, both linebackers really good at that top tier, which is Tatum Bethune and Kalen Deloach. I'm going to block that one. Oh. Gonna block that one. Okay. All right, Kev. I'm going to remember. Kevin's this. out. Kevin's out. Chris. I, I didn't well, want well, You're going to block it. So Chris has to just pick a different player or. No, I'm going to. I'm going to give. You're going to pick for me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just to really piss him off. Go ahead, Kev, lead into it. This is your villain arc. Go ahead. Just remember, you stand on the third level of the baseball stadium with me sometimes. <laughs> oh, he's threatening. It's a, it's a, oh. It has to be a fall, and it'll it look like kill, an accident. It won't but it could maim. Oh, he's going to Batman you. Off, you. He's, he's going to put you off the top of the dick. He's, he's going to Batman you, dude. It's not going to kill you. That's what I'm counting on. This snaps both of his legs. <laughs> Oh, thank you for letting me reference right, that. Go ahead, right, Kevin. You made your enemy. Uh, <laughs> rethink it. <laughs> I just like I yeah. Um, uh, uh, Kev. Um, can I can I converse with Kev on this? There's this totally yeah. Brittany, oh, give me give me sidebar. I just sidebar. I just this this is I just wanted to block the linebacker more than anything. <laughs> All right, make him go. It's an interior offensive line heavy team. I would take like a potential two deep interior offensive line guy. Make that a wasted pick for Chris. Yeah, Jones, maybe. Wait, no, 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 no. Your sabotage was you pick Kevin. You do it without any outside counsel. Nullify. Strike what Brendan just said and be a man and piss off Chris your own way. Go ahead. Stricken um, from the record. Hmm. Ooh, we love dead air <sighs> on the radio. Yeah, I don't know. I need some help. <laughs> Kev, you choose for how about Quindarius Jones? How about Kev? How about you on? How about you on? Do what you did. I wanted yeah. him to take the linebacker. No, I no. I'm gonna. I'm, I want to take the linebacker from him. Okay, Kevin. I'm, I'm if, happy if with that decision. It's just who do I want to replace? Who's the other half of the decision. So can I just make another pick? <laughs> can you just maybe he already has a tight end? Maybe give him another tight end so he's kind of forced. This is like when the Vikings miss their pick and the next team just went and took who they wanted. I mean, Not I'll yet. I'm gonna make. We're gonna get to. The, we're gonna get to the painful to conclusion of this. already. I don't know, Kev. There's so many options. Just pick one. I'm gonna go with uh, Farmer on the inside. Josh okay. Farmer. All right. Josh Farmer's a good player. Josh Farmer locked in. What have we seen from Josh Farmer? I mean, uh, the guy in the offseason, we didn't even know if he was going to be a part of the team, to be honest with you. What are we what are we seeing from him? Is he going to be with Daryl Jackson as of right now, not being able to play until all the politicians rise up and do something that actually seems useful for the first time in their lives and maybe get Daryl Jackson back? That'd be cool. Uh, what are we seeing from Josh Farmer? Are we ready? Is he going to be ready for the expanded role? Chris? Yeah, I, I feel comfortable with Josh Farmer. I mean, I, I think Braden Fisk is the best guy in that room uh, in the sense of preseason contribution. Fabian Lovett, we know who and what he is, what he's <laughs> what he's capable of. Uh, with Josh Farmer, he's a too deep type of guy at a position where they're going to rotate plenty and use multiple different bodies. He's a big body, can move people off the spot. 
He's a violent guy when he gets downhill. Again, kind of like uh, how we talked about Jeremiah Byers on the offensive side. I think the key for Josh Farmer is just being a more consistent rep-to-rep, day-to-day kind of guy. There are days where Josh Farmer looks like arguably one of the best defensive linemen. Uh, I think scrimmage one, he had some wreaking havoc kind of moments. The key for him is just doing it consistently. I can live with that. Like, I mean, I I get like you stole a linebacker from me who I probably will just draft with my next pick, but whatever. (laughs) Well, the sabotages are done now. Our little saboteurs can go back to analysis and Brendan, you're up two picks. That was fun though. I like the wrinkle. I like it when it gets stupid. This is a stupid so, event. Can anyway. I explain why I blocked that? Yeah, sure. go ahead, buddy. Yes. I feel like the linebackers have the least depth. Like you don't know what you're getting after the first two on a on a real game to game basis. Kev clearly did not listen to today's interview about DJ oh, Lundy also- ascending. Oh, just also, saying. <laughs> well, correct him then. Correct was him going then, to be As soon as Chris took the one linebacker, I was going to scoop in and take two, and that's where the falloff happened. So, Kev, you screwed me over while trying to screw Chris over. You. <laughs> you can still take the two linebackers. Uh, I get yeah, to, but it was you're leaving them with some real sketch. Brendan, answer, do you agree with Kevin's depth concern at linebacker? Are we feeling pretty confident in the three and four? I feel really confident. Getting or whatever they may be. Uh, yeah, so they know. run two primarily at once under Adam Fuller. Kalen Deloach and Tatum Berthune are the two guys. They're veterans. They've been uh, solid players throughout the duration of their career. Uh, Tatum Berthune, I think, was like 13 all uh, ACC. I almost said all SEC. And what is this, 2025? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, what a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like DJ Lund. Get on that, chicken man. I like <laughs> I like what DJ Lundy has done this preseason. I found myself gravitating towards like watching him uh, pre-play and where he goes because he's so quick at diagnosing. He's gotten so comfortable at linebacker. Adam Fuller today called him the most improved player at the position this preseason camp. Um, Then you get to Omar Graham. They like him. He's just younger. He's inexperienced. In-game reps are are missing right there. They do like him. And and then after that, you're talking about true freshmen at linebacker. And while they like uh, Juice Cryer, as well as Blake Nicholson. Those are two really unproven commodities that I think will be good over time. Not early on in the year. I, I don't think so. So his nickname yeah. is Juice. Yeah. yeah just I like that. Okay. He's no. up. He's up on my board. Good nickname. Solid nickname. Um, Brandon, give me two picks. They're very good explanation. Thank you. Uh, I will go with my strategy gets altered a little bit here. You know what? I really like my pass rush. I'd like strengthening strengths, uh, which also means I'm going to have a good secondary as well. My pass rush is going to be good. I already have my nickel and my free safety. I'm going to go with Renardo Green at cornerback as well as Azaria Thomas at corner. Uh, a steady Eddie and then a uh, upcoming promising high upside type of corners at a really good preseason camp. Dane Draper's doing cartwheels right now. That's interesting to me. We know what we get with Renato Green. I think personally he might be one of my favorite players on the entire football team. I love watching him play the way the technique that he attacks the football with and just the aggression, the physicality. We've talked about Renato when I'm on the screen a bajillion times. AZ Thomas is interesting that you're using him as your other starting corner on your team, which is a guy that weren't super impressed with i think in the spring what has that been like has it just been a true complete 180 what do you think brendan it has been so uh do a little digging check around he was hurt in the spring sometimes it's as simple as that and it's this this element i feel like we collectively like not just 
in media, but like sports fans in general, like overlook. If you're not 100%, if you're not feeling good uh, at this level of of competition, like even being 90%, like if you're going to get someone who's 100%, it makes a big difference. And so he looked kind of sluggish. He lost confidence in the spring. It, it was a rough spring for him. It has been uh, a complete 180 trade. Like he has been so confident. Uh, he's been so bouncy and twitchy. All the cool traits, all the upside that we saw from him last spring, like like two springs ago, and then towards the end of last season, remember the Oklahoma game in his PBU? Mm-hmm. Um, that's all been there and then some. He's malleable. He's been like talked about as a super versatile chess piece in the secondary. Confident, long, athletic. Like uh, he he rounds up my secondary. Uh, if I end up wanting to move him to safety, I probably could too. Like depending on how the rest of the draft goes, I I gotta say, guys, I nailed this pick. It was really good. So uh-huh. I, uh, here's here's my thing. I think there's a bigger drop off between Az Thomas and Renardo. I, I think there's a smaller drop off between those two corners and what else you can choose from corners than what you could have grabbed at linebacker or putting baby and love it at defensive tackle. Well, so I'm kind of confused why, you know, there's value, but there's also value over a replacement, which is bigger when on a one B one draft. Brendan, right? Brendan, Kev, I, Brendan, I mean, Brendan. all right, we'll just let it see how it plays out. And let me baby know. And love it. Not drafted yet. It, this, he is going to see this and he's going to be irate. I mean, I, you could have, I thought Chris had an opportunity to last with his last pick before it got blocked to take Renardo green and really, yeah, see, putting Fentrell and Renardo Green next to each other, I thought would have really put him over the edge. But AB, I got nervous because of that when I saw. What I was thought happening. he was going to. I thought he was going to, but so the linebacker to. pick he makes sense because I agree with Kev that the drop off after those three and we'll. I mean, look, there's been a drop off from those two down to Lundy in previous years, and we'll see where that where that kind of is this season as we get into it, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, there there feels like there's three linebackers, and you guys are getting ready to race to see who gets the best of that group. It, well, it also feels like there's two interior defensive tackles that are above the rest that you're sitting that you, that you're missing out on. To to me personally, ooh, the talking guys, heads are really ooh, that's some good really, analysis. Uh, revealing the draft boards. What are we doing here? Jesus, this is, oh, this is good stuff. Anyway, Whoa. Chris, go ahead. After that, yeah, almost Chris, destructive do do? criticism, Abo and the linebacker. <laughs> Brendan left. He left. I'm going to take Kalen Deloach. Shocking, I know. I tried to take him a minute ago. And Fabian Lovett, who I intended to take before any of that tangent happened. Just because that's the smart move. Oh my! It was. It is. I'm trying to help Brendan out over here. Thank you, Kev. I'm a genius. It was. It was sitting there in front of you. It was sitting there in front of Brendan, and I don't really know why. uh, I don't want Kalen Deloach. I do want Kalen Deloach. We give Chris Kalen Deloach. Now I got my strategy. Uh, You guys, I'm playing so many moves ahead of you right now. You have no idea what. Oh, 4D chess. You could have just had a dominant front six. Oh no! I'm just gonna have a bad dude. I'm gonna take Dennis Briggs, who gets to the quarterback interiorly like better than anyone else in the country, along he's with Brady Fitzgerald. He's gonna what hand the ball say? to Trey Bunchy and run for 400 yards I, again. For the record, I love Dennis Briggs. We all know this. Too. I've been a fan club president for a long time. I couldn't do it because I'm that guy. So good, take him. That's who Brendan. I'm not taking him next. yet. I'm uh, going to late. You take him with the second to last. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let Hold me up. get some analysis. Let me get some analysis. <laughs> Fabian love it. Yes. Changes the composition of the defensive line. We saw that, particularly in the run game. The the durability concerns me, and only because he's so good. I mean, what 
has he looked a hundred percent in camp? What's the deal with him? Like, has he looked dominant? He's kind of the guy that, like I said, we're, you're drafting him in like the 11th round and the kid's one of the five best players on the entire team. He's kind of like the forgotten superstar, a little bit of that defensive line. Don't you feel Chris? Well, Trey's trying to get me to stay home on Wednesday with that question. So oh, okay. Never mind. Like, <laughs> okay, but, go, uh, go around. I'll just it say then, they have a return to play plan for certain individuals like Robert Scott, for example. When he plays, when Fabian Lovett plays, FSU's a really right. good football team. Fantastic. Fantastic. Is it be better just to name someone else? <laughs> hey, I ask the dumb questions. You filter them and make them so you don't get yelled at. I'm in Iowa. Nobody yells at me. questions to Trey Rowland, please, not me. I, 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 I agree with you on the ability to complete a season, play as much as you hope. It's kind of like the old Delvin Cook NFL question where I think last year was the first full season. Yes, that's what I meant. I get it with Lovett. They're making every effort to prepare him to handle a season and put him out there and have him contribute. And when he does, they're an excellent football team. Good. And that's what I the guess. numbers say that. That's what that's what I wanted to know. I don't I love I love the low chat linebacker as much as I love Bethune. And hey, I'm gonna try to draft him at some point here if I can. Oh um <laughs> Brendan will yeah. let you about that I'll one. I'll take the loach because he's more athletic of the two, and that's just what translates better for me. All right, Brendan, what are you doing? Drinking whiskey go ahead, Adam. I have a question first. We, we we just got done talking about, and Chris named himself the fan club president of the Dennis Briggs fan club, and Brendan's going to take him with the second to last pick, yada, yada, yada. If you could undo the Josh Farmer pick, would you slot Dennis Briggs in there, or would you stay with Josh Farmer? I would have stayed with Josh Farmer. Okay. I, I think Briggs is a guy who plays high-level reps. I think Farmer is a guy who plays more reps. Gotcha. Understood. Kind of the quantity, especially if he's going to be your starting D. I think it's interesting, though, because it, it does seem like Briggs is going to be a package type of player. And and he is really good if he's back to where he was two years ago, pre-NC um, State cheap shot. Well, NC State or Louisville? I, I Louisville. Louisville. Louisville, I'm sorry. I apologize. Louisville, cheap shot. Not Satterfield. That's a dude that has real juice and – he was maybe one of the better pass rushers, and I've claimed he was the best pass rusher on that team before that injury. Um, and that was a team with uh, with um, Johnson and Keir Thomas on it. So I, I'm just curious that answer because if he's back to where he was, I mean, I think the Briggs has got a chance to maybe be one of your top three. But yeah, if Daryl Jackson's not available, yeah, I yeah, agree yeah, with you. Correct. All right, Brendan, two picks. Uh, I will go with two linebackers in a row. I love DJ Lundy, so just ceremoniously, I'm putting DJ Lundy first, and then I'm going to take Tatum Bethune uh, to round out. Defense is looking really good, gents. Really, really good defense. So that's my two linebackers going back-to-back picks. Okay, Football is an I... offensive game these days. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the news, but <laughs> that's Jordan like Travis will be my starting quarterback. Yeah, I know. You get some oh. people get lucky because Kev's going to get thrown off of Dick Houser. <laughs> Throw him off the dick. <laughs> if anything I, happens to I Kevin Little in the next couple of weeks, unfortunately, this will be this will be inserted into evidence in the criminal case. I, I cannot believe that I put myself on the line just to help you get the two starting linebackers. Thanks, Kev. And your next move, uh, you after okay. I got the two starting linebackers. Well, okay. Oh, <laughs> that's Brendan Sunoon, Mr. Yeah. Satterfield, Brendan. <laughs> you guys can't. I mean, it always get around minute fifty. It starts to get stupid. Chris, two picks. Uh, I'll go ahead and finish out with the O line. I'll do Casey Roddick and Meech, Dimitri Emanuel. Meech. Uh, Roddick, how's he adjusted? 
Uh, good. A lot of center in the spring. I think that was sort of a test kit type of thing to kind of figure out if he can be a guy there if Maurice was to go down because that's a position where you don't feel great about the next guy up in the sense of like a definitive guy mm-hmm. pushing Maurice. Um, but he's a guard, and he's a big body guard. Uh, he kind of looks like the dude that should be the bouncer at the club or the first man off the bus, and he plays like that too. So <laughs> I feel good about it. And with Meech, I mean, Meech is a guy on the team who's the closest to my actual age. So I appreciate that with him, and uh, <laughs> you know, I feel good about it. He's played about 8,000 snaps in his college career. I feel like he's going to handle himself pretty good. I like veteran presence. I like that. I wouldn't have a team with Chris Neeby and the GM value anything but a veteran presence. That is a solid offensive line, Adam. What do we think is the trench guy? That looks pretty I good. Mean, Chris may have just – I don't know. I've not been at practice. Chris may have just slotted the starting five against LSU on his roster here. and Could be. We won't know because we're not going to reveal it. Jeremiah Byers before – Four of them, five of them actually. He took Jeremiah Byers for all five of them. So that pick feels like a swing pick in this whole process. I'm curious to see how it plays out. As is everybody, hopefully he's a superstar like a lot he, of people. He just wanted to hurt my feelings with the Byers pick. He did. I felt like he got emotional there. He I, went for the hard. Right pick. Yeah, I, feel, I feel like this is a nice passive aggressive way to get the workplace. <laughs> Kevin Costner with a little slip of paper. All right, Brendan. Um, time for you to get some offense, I think. Right, buddy? Maybe. Um, or not. Don't listen to me. Kicker's open. I feel like the people in the comments section don't understand strategy. I don't guys. Like, if Chris oh, took Darius Walsh, yeah, the one struggling. They understand that you read every comment don't, don't about you and you get people. sad about it. <laughs> you know who's not looking at the comment section? I for those love curi- you. For those curious. Guy. Go ahead, Adam. For um, those can curious, I move Azaria Thomas to safety by any chance? Chris, I'll let Chris answer it. it would right, that be- you can do whatever you want, buddy. It's it's a free country. Right. I'm going to move Azaria Thomas to safety. Okay. You just want me to copy and paste in front of everybody. Yep, come on, let's see. He's also trying to cut me off at the knees from a cornerback position standpoint. Yep, exactly. Okay. And I will take Jarian Jones here. Badass. He had he's getting better. High level nickel option who can also be a corner. Outside, like the physicality, playing with confidence. So like, yeah, I like the uh I like the malleability. Third time I've said it this podcast, I'll use a different word, the versatility and flexibility of that DB room. A wow. lot. All right, Thesaurus boy. Um, you like him better on the inside or the outside? Uh yes. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, next pick. Jarian has been talking about this guy who could play inside or outside. Uh, Greedy Vance is a guy who could play outside or inside. Again, flexibility is at a premium here on landing stickers. Absolutely. All right. Well, the Azari Thomas move itself just blew my mind. Um, I'm not going to get into it too much, obviously, but he played safety a few snaps last year. And it's not, I don't think it's rolled into safety whenever they would go into nub. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So it's I, that's not, not a... playing safe. Okay. Yeah. It's Kev, interesting. Kev, do we like the positional shift from Brendan or is it silly time? I don't know. It's been silly time. This <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> offensive <laughs> lines just Kev's, Kev's writing his will right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris, I, he's gonna kill you. I man. felt Brendan. Brendan started so high, and I've just it's been a slow. Process. Yeah, you're gonna Ooh. be high on top of the baseball stadium oh, <laughs> for a couple seconds. Take a take. Well, below. Uh, not Moving AZ to safety. Oh, the white flag. oh no. 
<laughs> oh, he outstrategied himself. All right, Brendan, you got another pick to shove it in the comment section. Scroll. I mean, I'm just saying that I'm operating with about 100% more information than the people in the comment section. Oh, in your face, and you're internet still wrong. people. But thank you for watching, and we love you guys. <laughs> not totally crap on you. All right, here you go, Brendan. Here you go, All right. buddy. No cap. I like Brendan. Zero team. cap. Ryan loves Brendan's team. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate it. Yeah, he's um, operating with more information. It's going to make me feel better. Uh, at wide receiver, I will go with Destin Hill. Chris, oh. you want to I got two of the most sure-handed guys on my roster right now. Keon Coleman, Destin Hill, playmakers, boot boys. Let's go. We're you just going to take gonna... the ball away and not play for punts. What do we think, Chris? We expect a lot out of Destin Hill. That ex- I, the, I the, 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 um, interesting situation to even get here. A lot of people question: he, he, Did he what type, type of condition did he come in? And has he has he been impressing that much? He is in phenomenal shape. It's kind of mind blowing for a guy who's basically been in witness protection for two years. I'm joking with that comment for the record. That he <laughs> parody, came parody. In as, as good of shape as he is, it's mind blowing. Uh, Alex Atkins today summed him up with he has a desire. I think was a comment. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's 100 right we talked about like in the spring how dre jacobs who we all love all day dre will go get a football keon coleman has that factor to him mm-hmm. he has a desire to go get a football destin hill has that factor he wants to go get the football but he also just wants to be good like he wants to be a sponge i love destin hill i intended to pick him so yeah good pick nice well you get to make two good picks of your own chris go ahead um i'll go ahead and go with uh winston wright and kentron as my flex. So I'm going to finish up my offense with that. With Winston Wright, he's he's the other slot guy. Him and Dustin Hill kind of feel like two slot guys that have emerged as the primary guys that I think they're going to lean in on. Uh, I think Old Day Dre can factor into that too, but I think those two are a little bit more ahead. And then with Tron, you know, he, he's a guy who had a phenomenal spring for them. I think they spring. feel really comfortable. Out. What? Yeah, King King spring, yes. <laughs> um, I think they feel very good about where he's at and what he's capable of doing. Keon Coleman coming in kind of has uh, thrown some, you know, uh, cold water on the whole thing. But at the end of the day, Tron's going to make some plays for his football team. If Brendan didn't pick Destin Hill and you were going for your slot guy, would you have still? I Winston intended Wright? to take Winston Wright and Destin Hill as my next two picks, with Destin being my flex. That was sounds my, like my oh. pre-Brendan picks. So you would have taken Destin over Kentron, Kangaroo Sprang. Yes, yes. I think Destin oh, that's fun. is yes. That is fun. All right. Because I think Johnny and Keon claim so many reps on the outside that it hinders Tron to a degree. Because FSU's going to play with one or two tight ends pretty regularly in running back. So they're not going to roll out their five wide. I don't expect them to go empty five wide a bunch. And when they do, I expect a running back and a tight end to be out there. I don't care about returning puns. You don't need to worry about <laughs> returning puns when you're getting takeaways. Adam Fuller is so proud of me right now for saying takeaways. Is... Um, I like Destin Hill a heck of a lot. Destin Hill is an inside-outside capable guy. He can do a whole hell of a lot. I'm amazed at who and what he is, you know, 15 practices into his college career. For a guy who was MIA for two years. I'm just it, – it's a – not trying to be hype, hyperbolic or anything. It, it's a whacked-ass story. Like, it's, it's an amazing thing to see <laughs> – <laughs> but it is like it's amazing it is dude me. it's it's a very like, apt description this is a guy who i wrote off 12 months ago because well that never happens a guy never disappears and suddenly reappears and is good 
Yeah. Man well, bear pig. I didn't has, know if he existed. He yeah. Um, but no, go read Alex Atkins' quote Man on bear. him today. That's why I like Destin Hill so damn much. On Knowles 24-7 and be a subscriber to read that quote. Trey, yeah, a question for, for both. But I, I'd like to hear Brendan's thoughts, though. If, is it encouraging that Winston Wright had a big, seemed to have a good day today in the scrimmage and that Mike singled him out and talked about that he made a guy miss? Is that something you guys have seen in practices? Is that encouraging news as we inch closer to, to LSU? Uh, yeah, it's encouraging. Uh, I didn't know if Chris wanted to go or not. Winston He has... asked you, buddy. <laughs> oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, directly. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, this is like when they explain the rules of the draft and you just have attention. <laughs> Sponsored by Chattanooga Whiskey, whiskey Cast Strength. Anyway, Brendan, what do you think? What's it right, bud? Uh, he has, like, it's been a pretty, I mean, it's been a remarkable story that he's even here given the injury that he suffered. Uh, Black ass last... injury. Oh. Sure. Um, he moves at a really high level. You see some of the twitch in the like little like like water bug type of like maneuverability that he had when he was at West Virginia. You see glimpses of that. And given that he just keeps getting progressively like more athletic looking, um, I'm willing to bank on upside of like him continuing to get better and more athletic looking like during the course of the next three months or so. So um, he moves well. I think he's got a lot of confidence. And for him to be performing well in today's scrimmage, which was like live contact and full go, like, yeah, like that's that's a good sign, AB, of, of what you can expect for him moving moving forward. All right, Brendan, you're full go. Two picks. Kind of interesting here. I think Chris and I are done, like, in terms of, like, trying to, like, steal each other's board other than kicker. Yeah. We're good. Uh, so I'll go with the guy who I, I think would be the starting kicker. I don't know. This isn't a projected depth chart. This is just me guessing. Uh, on, <laughs> this is a guess. This is, yeah. No, I legitimately, for what it's worth, I don't think they know yet. Like, I don't think they've had that decision made. Okay, that's good. Um, but I think it'll be Ryan Fitzgerald. I like the way he's kicked the ball this preseason. I think he's been the most consistent. If it were me, I would put Ryan Fitzgerald as my starting kicker. I'll go with him. Uh, a redemption year for Ryan Fitzgerald. I know it's not going to grab headlines. People aren't going to love it. But we're not picking for the people. We're picking to win games. And I think Ryan Fitzgerald is going to be in a position to help you win games this year. No, Brendan, the people do not like your pits at all. Cotton Fitzsimmons is a landing sticker. One more pick. Well, pits real quick, Tyler Keltner has been really good for Ryan Fitzgerald. Okay, kind of ra- a rising like, tide type of deal, huh? Yeah, I, I think they've been beneficial in the room of working together. Keltner's obviously got a lot of college experience. I think they've pushed each other while enjoying the competition, working with one another. I think, I think it's been a positive. Ryan's had a better preseason kicking the ball in the sense of how it comes off his foot than he's ever had at FSU. Love that. Brent, right. the pick. We're going to start having fun here because this offense is so deep with potential playmakers. Like, we're going to have a quality player not on one of our rosters is how this is going to end up working out. But at tight end, I'll go Kyle Morlock. I I think his upside, his athleticism. Uh, well. You just won Dane's vote. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that really matters. Uh, yeah, I have AC and Kyle Morlock somewhere. Um, yeah, man, I just I, I like Kyle Morlock a lot. I like where he's going. I think he's starting to kind of figure it out and ascend a little bit. Uh, still an adjustment period. What he's going to be in twenty twenty four, I think it's going to be really impressive. But like, I think there's enough there this year to where he's going to be able to create mismatches uh, with the rest of my uh, skill positions that are starting to kind of come in line here like he's going to fit into like what's going to be a, a pretty like explosive uh deep shot based type of type of offense so i'm going with him over biscuit for for like i think fit for for what i want to do 
Yeah, the physical profile too. Very impressive. Good to see that he's coming on after. You know what? A lot of these transfers do have that adjustment period during spring. If you remember, guys, we talked Kyle Morlock, Ventral, Cypress. A lot of people are like, oh, do we get lemons? It's like, no, man, it's a new team. It's They're going to be what they were, and that's the value of the transfers is you have all that past data to go from to make your analysis. And Mike Norvell, Dirty Mike and the boys rarely miss on that. So I'm glad to see that he's what we all knew he was going to be. So it's good to get that confirmation. Chris, two picks from you, bro. Uh, I uh, I mean, it's weird because we are not really picking against each other at this point. I will go with Pat Payton to go ahead and take him off the board, and we'll finish up that DN room with uh, Gilbert Edmond. On Pat, really, really good preseason, good spring. He's a guy that's ascending. He's, you know, Pat Payton's one of those guys that probably would get a little bit more shine if a Jared Verse didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Jared Verse is just so good that, like, it cobbles a little bit of that up. But Pat's a very talented dude. Pat's the kind of guy I'm very interested in if he pushes himself into being a draft prospect this year, or like a high-level draft prospect, um, or if we get lucky and get another year from him. And then Gilbert Edmonds, more developmental type. There's flashes. There's moments. I think Byron's been a better of those two guys that we view as that next tier up at that position. But oh, Gilbert okay. has a high ceiling. I think Gilbert's a guy that's going to be a very good football player at the end of his FFC career. I just don't know how far he gets to that point during this coming season. But he's going to contribute. He's going to be good. He's athletic. He's a big body. He can do a lot of things. It's just a matter of kind of continuing to bring him along. Good. Coming out of the spring, it was a – we talked about it quite a bit after the spring game. There was a lot of um, concern about – where that defensive end room was and they, you know, they got, they got Edmund in. Do you feel like the, the one and two, like there was a, it just felt like a massive distance from DN one, DN two. And again, we're not doing the whole uh, depth chart thing, but I think everybody kind of understands. Right. It's I mean, they've, ta- they've talked about it as it's kind of yeah. like linebacker room. They talk about, you know, one, two, three, Omar Graham being the fourth and finding five and six. With the DN room, they talk about Verse and Peyton right. and then those next two guys stepping up and also figuring out five and six. Do you feel as though the distance between those, the tier of that one and two and that three and four has shrunk at all? No, no, I, I don't. Um, Brendan can chime in on this too. I don't think it has because I think one and two are really special players. One is an elite defensive lineman. Right. That's yeah. exactly exact the way guy. JP described him today. Pat Payton is capable of ascending to a point that's in that realm. Not necessarily the same ballpark, but pretty damn close. I don't think the next two guys are bad by any stretch. I love Byron Turner. I think Byron Turner is a really, really talented dude who's got a violent punch, who has a very high ceiling, who if he's able to stay healthy for 15, 14, 13 straight games, he's going to be really, really good. I just think there is still a tier system to it. You know, it's a, it's a matter of if you're playing 70 reps in a game, I want it to be 45-25 with those you. first two each being 45 guys and the next two being 25 type guys. But I feel more comfortable about the contribution that you're going to get from right. Turner and from Edmund than okay. I did coming out of spring. I think they've yeah. both Tur- – Turner's a matter of staying healthy and getting bigger, which he has. He's right. about 20 pounds in his career. Edmund's a matter of just becoming a better football player. Gilbert Edmund's very, very talented, mm-hmm. and he has a want to. It's a matter of just being a better football player. Uh, understand the position, the techniques, the fundamentals, going and applying that and doing it consistently rep to rep. That was going to be my follow-up to you. If not to talk worst case scenarios or anything like that, outside of Jordan Travis being healthy for the full season, if there's a worst case scenario 
Is it at the defensive end position oh, for the no, don't I put think that into get, the I, atmosphere, brother? To a degree, yes. They talked today about how they feel really good about their depth, but there are some positions that can get thin kind of fast. I think DN's one of those. Uh, I think one to two is very good. Three to four is a different tier, and then it kind of it very much descends from that point. I think you get creative if you lose a DN. Uh, oh, yeah. I think you got a guy like Brian Fisk is capable of doing yeah. a multitude right. of things. Yeah. Uh, I think you can change your fronts up, have a little bit of fun. I, I think they would be capable of weathering that storm, but it wouldn't be in the organic, natural mm-hmm. form of what they intend to be on the onset of playing a game or defense. Right. So I, I don't know if you guys touched on this. I, I disappeared for a second, but to me, Patrick Payton went from being a guy that was undersized to a guy that last year put on weight uh, as, I mean, in any kind of weight, you know, it's mostly good weight, but this last year feels like he's been refining that weight and kind of mm-hmm. adding strength through it. Do you feel like last year? I think the only complaint I really had with his game was the strength aspect of it, like standing up in the run game, being able to anchor against a you know a down block, or you know having that power move that complements the speed he obviously has on the outside. Do you think that's something that's come along? Do you think he's going to be more of a complete player this year? I do. Um, my quick answer on that would be in a practice setting. I feel like the guys that inflict their will the most are Jared Verse, Braden Fisk, Daryl Jackson, and the next guy out of my mouth would be Pat Payton. Hell of a That's group. good to hear. Hell of a group. Brendan, big time. Um, Ken, can you go ahead and put Lawrence Toa Philly or Lawrence, Lawrence Toa Willy? That was supposed to be funny, but I kind of butchered it. At my flex. Oh, not a delivery guy. <laughs> got to work on that timing, kid. <laughs> Where are you putting him at? Running back or flex? Flex, please. Flex. Flex a Willy. All right. LT. Like his All versatility, right. I really like the way he's run this preseason. I feel like he's ascending, he's developing, becoming more complete. But like him at, at the flex position makes a ton of sense because of like playing the slot, you can move him all over the place. It just, uh, yeah, I like him as a as a flex guy because that, that that's what he is in real life. I like it. A lot of options with your roster, Brendan. Mm-hmm. You got one more option this round. Later, uh, I will go with. <clears throat> It doesn't really matter because we're just picking against ourselves. I really Julian matters. Armella. Julian Armella, I, I'll put him at left tackle. Um, I think it's someone who has potential to become a rotational piece this season uh, at either tackle spot, even guard. He's, he's got some upside at a multiple uh, spot. So I'll go Julian Armella. What spot? He's got left. left tackle. Yeah, like, left. I'll, I'll put him yeah, at left, left tackle for okay. now. Left. Julian left. Chris, you think he's ready for some game reps if the situation calls for it? Yeah, you know, they talk about having eight that they feel really good about and then, like, a couple more that they could throw in the fire if needed be. I think he falls in that category of a couple more, um, along with uh, a Texas offensive lineman who came in last year whose body has changed. Jalen Early. Early. Thank you. Boom. Chris, time for defense, bud. You left the best for last. (laughs) What are you going to do? I'll go with KP as a safety, Kevin Knowles as a safety, and Akeem Dent as my other safety. All right, safety's off the board. Um, when did he start going by KP, by the way? I feel like always. I'm pretty wired in. Always. It's always been, it's always been the name. I, I believe Adam Fuller called him mm-hmm. KP as a freshman, and I had a moment of, did Adam just have a senior moment where he talked about <laughs> on defense? I think Kevin's <laughs> middle name is Prince. I'm pretty Phineas. sure. Phineas, yeah. yeah oh, so okay. Percy. No, I think it's Prince. Percival. <laughs> so, <laughs> I could be wrong. It's on his Instagram. Kevin Percival Knowles the fourth. 
So where do, where do you want them to, to be pushed? Hey, so you Dent do you, Kev. You strong do you, safety. Like, I'm cool with them being at either spot. Uh, yeah, Dent to me is more of a strong, while Free is more uh, KP. Uh, wow. With Knowles, they, they moved them to that spot. They're super comfortable with them. Kevin's kind of that dude who's like the old at this guy. It's kind of crazy to talk about Kevin this way, but he's like an old salty veteran. Like he knows exactly what you're supposed <laughs> of to do. Of course he's on your team then, dude. Um, I love we're, we're emphasizing he, he veteran just, presence. He has an unbelievable understanding of the defense and they're very confident in who and what he can be and what he's capable of being. He's uh, done a good job. Last year he dealt with a lot of injuries. The hope is that he's a healthier individual this season. I think they feel good about him being, you know, they like having three safeties. That's sort of the like benchmark of like, we're going to play, we have two starters, but we're going to roll a third guy out there for a lot of snaps. And then we're going to have a little bit of rotation after that. Those two guys, Dent and Knowles are the three along with Brown. If everything is, you know, as perfect as it can be. So originally in the spring, they rolled out, you know, Duke Cooper. Yeah. They moved him from corner to safety. Yeah. Obviously, he, Knowles wasn't practicing in the spring. Do you think if he was healthy, they would have made that decision originally? I don't know, Brendan. What do you think? Because you were the one who kind of had the scoop early on that they were gonna they were gonna go with him at safety, and then Pat and Adam both spoke about it pre preseason, and then obviously in the preseason. So Kevin is really well regarded for his football acumen. Uh, I think that's a big reason why Chris just alluded to and why he took him is because he is so smart and and that salty veteran, even though it's only year three for him. Uh, He was primarily a nickel corner his first two years on campus, but you guys might remember like there were times late last season when the safety depth got eaten into a little bit Mm -hmm. where he actually played some safety. I think it was against Florida. Uh, So someone that had that skill set, I don't think it would have been like far fetched for him to get some cross training there. Uh, this preseason or or the spring if he were full go then so they like him and also like being at safety you can kind of see the entire field you can kind of put guys in the right place you see him do that this preseason where he's super like animated and um, just like engaged in terms of like directing traffic And, and so I think safety makes a lot of sense for him and and what we've seen like Jamie Robinson too like you're gonna play a guy who can play slot similar skill set to playing that field safety position in, in Adam Fuller's scheme. So, All yeah, right. I, 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 question, no, I think so. Yes. No, no, no consideration of taking a, a Conrad Hussey or a KJ. Conrad. Oh, I, I considered Conrad Hussey wholeheartedly. I like Conrad Hussey a ton. I think he's a guy that's going to push for PT athletically. He's got it. He can do it. KJ Kirkland's another guy I like a lot, but I love me some Hussey. Um, Hussey is a guy that if he was here in the spring, <laughs> so does Logan Paul. If Hussey had been here for the spring, yes, without shadow of a doubt. Oh, fantastic! fantastic. Hussey is a that. guy who goes and gets the football. He had a pick in Jacksonville that had me like, I had a moment where I was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" That almost had another. Happen. Like, like that, that's what it's supposed to look like. That's yep. a dude who reads it from the middle of the field, mm. shows he can move fast as hell, closes, catches it, tries a toe tap. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. It, I'm excited about Conrad Hussey. Never stop recruiting St. Thomas Aquinas. Let's do the yeah. toe tap and finish this thing yeah. up. We got a couple rounds left. Brendan, give me two picks. Uh, Jalen early at left guard, Keandre Jones at right guard. I think that's 
we basically we have the top 10 players, I think, in our estimation, right, Chris? Out of, out of yeah. two offensive lines. Chris has more guys who I think are more experienced and probably more likely to play the start of the season. Um, but I think, you know, mine's kind of leaning towards upside. So we'll where you want to put early? Uh, left guard for early, Keandre at, at right. I don't think it matters a ton, though. Keandre, d- decent shape. I mean, you don't have to get into it too much, but as he started, came in maybe a little bit not optimal as far as like body composition. How's he looking now? I think he's still kind of working his way through a little bit. Uh, they love his power and his strength. Um, he's someone that they have, like Dimitri, Emmanuel, and Casey Erotic are older and more experienced. That's crazy as it sounds. Given that Keandre Jones is a redshirt junior, they're okay going to let Keandre kind of like work into things at his own own time. I think he's part of that. Like my guess is like that rotation of eight that that Chris has alluded to several times. Like I think someone you could put him in like in the goal line or something and let him be, just be a power run blocker. Um, so he'll help me out in that regard. People are loving the hussy <laughs> comment. All right, Chris, two picks. Uh, we'll go Omar Graham and Keltner. 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 I feel like we talked about both of those guys pretty. Yeah. yeah, I agree with Sinone on his estimation that Ryan probably ends up winning that job. I think it was a very close contest. So this past week, I think Ryan distanced himself just slightly. But Keltner has been good for Ryan. And Omar is a guy that they've talked about the investment they made into him of being that next guy. They, they've they you know very much discussed the linebacker tiers and how they are. that They had that one, two, and then three with Lundy. And Graham was the next guy up. All right. Totally agree. Brendan, go. Chris, I don't know whether to take Rodney Hill or Keziah Holmes at running back. Well, I really that, don't. Well, D, don't ask for I mean, competition. So I mean. <laughs> going – let, let no, I, I got Brendan here. I'm going to share his thought process. If this draft had been done at the start of preseason, he would not flinch to take Rodney Hill. Right. But Keziah Holmes has made us think twice. Keziah right. Holmes has a certain amount, element of power. He sticks a foot in the ground and changes direction. And my God, does he love delivering a beautiful, sweet, uh, stiff arm to your yeah. face. And it is fun <laughs> as hell to watch. Rodney's really talented. Rodney's kind of like LT where he's a bit yeah. of a diverse player, but I think he's a little bit even more of a running oh, back. Here we go. Is I, versatility I will, important if, to you, Brendan? going for power <laughs> or malleability? Oddly, if it was me, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, I would take his eye home. Oh, I, what, I no think Brandon. based on the way my team is comprised, I have so much athleticism and versatility. I just want someone I can trust in the goal line to go ahead and just power it ahead at 215 pounds. I'll go Kaziah Holmes. That breaks my heart, though. I love Rodney Hill. As oh, Chris, we're leaving Rodney Hill and Marcus and Douglas off the you top. You should of have taken him over Lawrence Tolfili. I want so, I want versatility. I don't want to come off like I hate Lawrence Tofilly because I don't. One outstanding young man, two good football player. But like, yeah, I I agree. Like I. If I could distribute snaps, he is. And that's the thing. Like, if you're looking how the coaches view it, LT is going to play more than those guys. But, like, man, if I was distributing snaps, like, it would be tough for me to give Toa Philly more than Hill in a similar idea of a skill set. All right. Brendan, make your next pick and then just pencil you in for Jordan Travis. What Chris finish this off? Well, I think as the president of the Jordan Travis fan club as one of the few people waving the sword around with Jon Snow and the Battle of the Bastards for Jordan Travis <laughs> I, I think I deserve to have a little bit of shine right for taking well this. you're gonna take it anyway if we don't give it to you so just go <laughs> ahead and Brendan, say I'm what you want to say have did you come Travis. up with his nickname Brendan I haven't no, heard that I, one yet I did actually <laughs> I did Ken, have your moment uh, Kev would you like to take Jordan Travis for me and explain why you were also on the bandwagon pretty early as him being a well above average power five quarterback. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, before last year, I was saying he was a top five quarterback. Um, I, I have video evidence of me saying that. Um, so check the receipts. Uh, but prove it. <laughs> Jordan Travis. Uh, first of all, he's a special athlete, and that plays. So um, there, there are guys that that can't throw well and can't run as well as Jordan Travis that are very successful college quarterbacks. So I was, I was banking on him being a above average college quarterback just because of how special he was athletically. I thought you could build a team around that. I mean, and that being in the ACC, we've seen very effective offenses run by, you know, Georgia tech guys by someone like Nick Marshall, who Jordan Travis was a much, was a better throwing quarterback than Nick Marshall was at Auburn when they went to the national championship when he showed up on campus, in my opinion, and that guy was able to lead Auburn to a national championship. Ooh, and so talking I, here. Keep it I going. saw Jordan Travis as a special athlete. I thought he was someone that you could work on being a better thrower, but I also thought, well, if, if Mike Norvell is as good of an offensive mind as people say he is, you'll be able to use that athleticism to make a good offense, regardless of how well he's able to throw a 50 yard ball bomb. So I'm going to contribute this to Brendan's pick, which may ultimately, you know, cause me to lose the vote. Jordan was Jordan. He got in there and operated, making decisions, took care of the ball. It's good to see him go out there and operate at a high level. Sometimes you get accustomed to seeing it and you kind of take it for granted. He's a special player. That's his offensive coordinator talking about him in scrimmage number two. It's a phenomenal summary. Jordan Travis doesn't turn it over. He hits big plays. He drops balls in buckets. He checks down when he should. He makes an offense operate and hum, and it's unbelievable to watch, and we take it for granted. I, every time I talk to anybody that's been around football a long time that's out there, I've never seen somebody evolve like Jordan Travis ever. I've enjoyed it. I was wrong. Shit. I was massively wrong early in his career, <laughs> thinking like great. he's not going to turn into what he's become. It's mind-blowing to me. It's awesome. He's a good kid. He's a great football player. Yeah. Dude can cook. Like FSU is capable of being one of the two or three best offenses in the country this year. I've said it time and time again. I wholeheartedly believe it. The O-line is good enough. The skill is unbelievable. They can run the ball and they're going to be able to throw at a high, high level. And Jordan Travis is the engine in the car and it can go fast. Got a chance to be on the Mount Rushmore FSU quarterbacks, man. Pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. Seeing as he was losing battles against the wind, like when he came yeah. here immediately. So it's, it's awesome. And well said, well said. Um, Brendan, anything else you want to add before you get yes. your last pick? Uh, Jordan Travis was not on either team Chris or I picked in 2020 when we first did this. Like, that's how far he's come. We weren't sure. We had Mackenzie Milton and I think Chubba. No, no, sorry. That would have been James Blackman and Chubba Purdy. I think we're our quarterbacks then. Like, oh, Chubbs. I could have told you that was a bad decision. Oh, <laughs> Chubbs. I drank was, a lot back then. Yeah, Jordan, <laughs> I, there's gone like Jordan in practice that entire preseason camp, and we only saw him a few practices in the spring and didn't practice a ton then. But the yeah, the growth has been remarkable. Uh, Chris said it perfectly. I can't say it better. It, it's been amazing. Oof! Stole your thunder. Last pick. Who are you pairing with, Braden Fisk? Hmm. So I need a defensive tackle. I really like Daniel Lyons, like as an upside play here. I feel like Dennis Briggs has a little it's bit. Not a keeper more. draft, baby. You shouldn't Oops, be drafting Daniel Lines, okay? Also, I think my team is freaking stacked. Oh, it's so good. Uh, he's taking Daryl Jackson. One he's thing I him. don't know if I have on this defense, which is malleable, 
which is filled with like high caliber twitchy athletes is a badass who can just stop the run. Oh, gonna take, get one. I'm going to take Daryl Jackson. <laughs> why, why, dude? Do you have, what is your confidence that he's going to play this year as you exit the screen, throwing that Molotov? What? How confident are you that he's going to play? <laughs> I know you did just walk. It's great radio. YouTube reaction stream. Anyway, how confident are you that he's going to play, dude? Uh, to be totally serious, not particularly confident. Uh, I just so I like picked the- <laughs> He'll just My have team is so much better than this guys. It doesn't matter. I will take oh, 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 spot. Oh, oh hey, spot hey, baby. Free. Line, line it up. Let's go play. Let's okay. like do it. Kev, put it in the put it in the PlayStation right now. Kev, can you make can you make your video game run heavy on offense, Kevin? Pick <laughs> the offensive. It is it is going to suck when we have ten players on defense. But uh, I'll give you. Final answer. What final answer? Is that your final Daryl Jackson? Yeah, I'll, I'll roll the dice there. I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, they haven't given up on it totally. I'll okay. take the upside pick here. If I lose with the PFF grades, you can play Merrick Gainer 20 snaps and win, apparently. So whatever. Like I'll take the All right, let's end this math equation. Wait, wait, Chris. I, oh, I, course. I had a quick question. Go ahead, Kev. So I think we 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 know what we have, and you know Fabian Lovett. Me and AB watched Braden Fisk's film. He's he's a high motor player. Really, really. Boy, that's getting cliche. Out of for Whoa, is he a scrappy gym rat, Kev? <laughs> no, I I know that's a cliche, but the dude like literally. Okay, never mind. Um, no, no, Kev, I, I did have I did have a conversation with someone today in the program who I was like, I hate to say he's a high motor guy. They're like, he is, but he's also a freaky athlete. Like, it, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, but so I want to kind first of one, first one to show up last to leave. I want to talk about. I think Verse actually said that about him. Yeah, <laughs> takes his lunch pail to work every Verse day, puts exactly his hard hat on. Yep, he's like he's the only one out working me. You know, uh, but walked so, uphill to school both ways. Oh my god! I once had. I once had. Who Kevin, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so it was, it was Jarquez Green got on me for how I described Josh Griffiths. And it was in Josh Griffiths' own words. What do you want me to do? The kid described himself as what? So, anyway. so to me, Daniel Lyons and Tafase are both really long guys, right? Really long defensive tackles. And I think that plays. That's why I'm so high on Daryl Jackson is he's able to use that length to win those hand battles inside and get, like, pushed guards into the backfield. What are you missing out of Lyons? What what are you missing out of those two guys that's keeping them from from playing from from kind of being drafted here? Lions is just a matter of like experience and more time in the strength program. He's going to like he was their number one graded PFF player last year, and he actually played like against good mm-hmm. competition, Wake Forest, Oklahoma. Like they played him in games. I, I I might regret not playing Daniel Lions or picking him here. I'm probably gonna regret all of it because I'm probably playing a guy who's you picked a guy who's denied to actually play this year <laughs> as your starting defensive tackle there may be some regrets afterwards is is availability important to you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but daniel lyons like i think what's so cool about his upside kev is like i viewed him as like this this kind of fairly twitchy like six four long arm guy who like has some like good movement skills as a as a potential like pass rush specialist but he's strong like he's someone that can actually like hold up well in the trenches against the run like 
with more time to keep adding to his body, but like by next season, um, he he might be one of the better tackle defensive tackles like in the conference. Like, I don't think that's far fetched for him to be a guy who who you put in the starting lineup and and say yeah. And then with Ao was the other guy, Ayo Tafasi. Yeah. Um, he's just he is so strong and so like aggressive out of the out of the snap. Uh, it's why we were like leaving a practice in Jacksonville. One of the players was like, he just keeps getting his head start and I can't stop him uh, because he's so fast and physical. It's just a matter of like playing the game more. And Chris says it like, I think better than I do. Like he, he basically he's like a North South guy and he needs to be a little bit better East West, like in terms of like, just not being so aggressive where he gets upfield and takes himself out of a play. So yeah, one's I, more time and strength program. The other one I think is just more like, Reps. Reps. With Daniel Lines, I feel like you're trying to allow natural progression, and when it actually happens, it's going to be outstanding. Mm-hmm. With Io Tafasi, he's a human wrecking ball, but there's the concerns of, well, he got downhill so fast that they ran behind his backside and just hit a big one through that gap. Like, it's a matter of understanding that sometimes at the, that position, it's about, you know, it, you don't always have to be playing a million miles per hour. Sometimes it's about making the smart decision. Like Braden Fitz, for example, earlier this preseason had a practice where he wreaked havoc on a play. And the next play, he kind of was not allowed, but gained the advantage in a similar manner. But the play didn't go the same way. And he kind of staggered and played and stretched. And it was a guy who understood how to play the game at a high level. Because he's played a lot of college dress. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got that. Fisk had that. I always got to get there. Can I go, I Dennis Briggs? But it, but if you want to tell a guy, no, go no, ball. dude, I, I'm making you lock into this Jackson pick. I gave you a chance. I let you lock in your final answer. Regis Philbin says no. It's done. You've, I gave you so much time to go back on it. You're locked in. Commissioner's order. Chris, go ahead. Final two. Okay, so final I want two. Brendan to help me because I gave him so much help with this trap. At nickel, are you going Edwin <laughs> Joseph or Ashlyn Barker? Oh, I like Edwin Joseph a lot. So I think I like two- them both. I, I would also suggest you, Chris, an option is to move Kevin Knowles into nickel. They've talked about him still playing that this year. And then playing Barker at safety. Or Conrad Housey, whoever you want at safety of the true freshman. Oh, Housey lover. Housey lover. I like where your head is. We're going to go with Knowles back to nickel. He's comfortable there. He's done in the past. And we're going to go with Conrad Housey because I professed my love for him like 10 minutes ago. So Chris loves we're just going to go with that. <laughs> and then to wrap it up, I'm going to do this for Kev. Yes. Quindarius Jones. Oh. Kev, I tried to get you to give him to him earlier. Hold it he's up, a, Kev. I knew he'd come up. He's I've a got, I'm too nat. busy. He's a long, lanky, athletic dude who's just a pesky nat at cornerback. I don't know how much he's, he's going to play nat. this year because we have the other guys that we've talked about at cornerback and nickel. But, yeah, I, I enjoy watching Quindarius compete. Offense, offensive kind of guys that love this. going after the ball, Quindarius Jones is that as a defensive player. Uh, by our snow, Chris, Quindarius Jones plays on Sundays. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, guy, uh, he Kevin is, was first. He's a dude, ultra competitive. All but right, Darius Jones is like if you put greedy Vance in a six foot two body. Yeah, that's a good description, actually. Damn, Kev, you nailed that. Good job, Proud buddy. Well, can't get any better than that. All right, <laughs> the draft <laughs> is over. We're putting this on audio, so do I have to read the list of everybody's full team names? I will do it if it's required of me. As my no, job no, at just host. tell him to go check out Noel's twenty four seven. It will be there. Drink some Chattanooga whiskey. Go buy a house with the Turner Group. Go yeah, buy the video game that I don't actually know the name of offhand. I apologize. Football Coach College Dynasty on Thank Steam. Thank you, because I've not had the opportunity to play it. You do those things. Go check out the team. 
read the transcript from today when the coaches talk about a second scrimmage that they were very pleased with while capping 15 spring practices. Or I'm sorry. Damn, I called it spring. Oh, you got so far. It happened. I'm with Chris. You're not getting any more of my voice tonight. Go to Knowles 24 sub, subscribe, read this list, put it all behind a paywall, Brendan. That's what I say. Put it behind a paywall. Thank you guys for joining us live. This is fun. I mean, it's such a mess. I enjoy being a part of the zoo. That was fun. Great draft. And I tell you what, we had to make some tough decisions. Both these two teams look a lot better than last year. The rosters improved. Florida State's out for blood. Chris is out for hussies. Brendan's out for malleability. And Adam's out for chickens. I love you guys. We'll see you later. Drink your whiskey, buy your homes, and play your video games. Keep chopping. We'll see the Quindarius Prizeman picture. What a live stream. What an audience. We love you. It's ended. Good. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.